Welcome to Speak It On. This program is designed for the edification and entertainment of the listeners and not designed to be representative of a church, nonprofit organization, or denomination. Opinions expressed are solely those of the host. before, when you get the Bible, there's what they call the canon of Scripture. And by canon, they don't mean a large uh, gun that shoots a projectile and blows jazz up. What they're talking about is the accepted collection. Alright? Now, in general, uh, just to let you know, there's all different kinds of Bibles that you can buy. In fact, you can even get a chronological study Bible. A chronological Bible will have all of the books of the Bible in the date order that they believe they occurred. Okay? And, of course, the problem with that is that some of the dates, you know, just depend on how you look at it. But, in general, there is two different ways to look at the Bible. First of all, there's the Jewish way. And, of course, the Jewish way doesn't include the New Testament. But there's also the Gentile way. Or the Protestant way, however you want to look at it. In fact, in some ways, even even Catholics accept some of this, although they have the Apocrypha inserted in it. But let's look at it this way. The book of the Bible, books of the Bible, in most Bibles that you find, are going to be divided up, of course, in Old Testament and New Testament. And if you notice, Old Testament and New Testament are never mentioned in the Bible text. But why? Because they don't exist. Why? Because there's no no really (laughs) division between Old and New Testament. The promises, the covenant that was made in the Old Testament is reaffirmed in the New Testament. Now, this is counter to a lot of evangelical Protestant thought, but it's true. Now, when you look at the Bible and you buy a Bible at a Christian bookstore, it's probably going to be divided up in this way. The Old Testament, which will have what they call the law, and that's the first five books of Moses, Genesis, Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. All right. And I think law is a kind of a hurtful way of looking at it. Unfortunately, it's the way it's been translated forever. Um, Because what it really should say is Torah. And if you've listened to my prior podcast, Torah, that word, which is what the Jews 
refer to the five books of Moses, also called the Pentateuch. Penta meaning five. Um, Torah comes from the root word yara, which means to cast straight. All right. So really it's instruction. Oddly enough, in the footnotes of the Schofield Study Bible, you will find C.I. Schofield say that very same thing. And in the portable seminary, edited by David Horton, you will also find the same description. So this isn't something... You know, L.A. just decided to pull out of the air. All right? That's true. So anyway, five books of Moses. Then you have, in the Gentile grouping, you have the history, which goes from Joshua to Chronicles, Second Chronicles. You have poetry, which goes from Ezra to the Song of Solomon. Then you get into the prophets. Major prophets going from Isaiah to Daniel, minor prophets going from Hosea to Malachi. All right. Then you get into the New Testament. The New Testament, you have the history. History being Matthew through the Acts of the Apostles. Then you have the Epistles. And the Epistles or Romans through Colossians, and then you have general epistles. And the general epistles, um, well, actually, I believe the epistles go from Romans to Hebrews. Excuse me. And then general epistles, bleh, James to Revelation. And oddly enough, a epistle is not a female apostle. An epistle means a letter, because that's what it is. It's a letter. Now, here's the contrast. In the Hebrew grouping, the Jewish grouping, if you go and you buy a Jewish Publication Society Bible, first of all, you're not going to find the New Testament in it. But the second thing is, the grouping is a little different. So they have... They, they, what they call the Tanakh. T-A-N-A-K-H. Tanakh. And that's what Jews in general, whether it's Reformed, Conservative, or Orthodox, that's what they call their Bible. Now, the Tanakh is actually an acronym for T- in K. Alright. T is in Tom, is in N is in Nancy, K is in Kevin. T N K. Now, why is that? Because you have the T stands for Torah. Torah, five books of Moses. Same situation. Okay. But then you get into the N, which stands for Netuvim. The Netuvim 
means the prophets, okay? Because a prophet in Hebrew is called a navi, right? So the prophets are in there, and they have the, you know, in by contrast, in the ma major and minor prophets, really, it's not in relation to their message or their office, you know, or what God had 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 them doing. It has to do in the volume of what they were addressing. So you still had Isaiah to Daniel, but then you had 12 of quote-unquote minor prophets, not because they were lesser prophets, but because their books were smaller, right? And that's Hosea through Malachi. But in the Jewish Bible, it's the Nikvim, and that is all in one section. And then you have the Ketuvim. Ketuvim in Hebrew means writings, and pretty much that's everything else, right? That's everything else. I mean, that, that takes in, you know, anything that I haven't already mentioned. Now, um, in progress, the book of Torah was, was, they had the former prophets, which was Joshua, Judges, Samuel, Kings, and then the later prophets, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Ezekiel. Then they had the minor prophets, which were the twelve that I mentioned, and then the writings, which is the Ketuvim. That's the poetry, the wisdom, and wisdom literature, which is Psalms, Proverbs, Job's, Job, excuse me. Then they had the Megillah. The Megillah included the Song of Psalms, Ruth, Lamentations, Ecclesiastes, Esther, and then they had his history, which was Daniel, Ezra, and Nehemiah, which was kind of a conjunction there, and Chronicles. Now it's interesting that people say. And by people, I mean a lot of theologians, even pastors, teach. Oh, no, you know, all that Old Testament stuff. Don't worry about that jazz. Don't worry about that jazz. But you know what's fascinating? is when Jesus was on the Mount of Transfiguration, who showed up to talk with him? Moses and Ezekiel. Moses and Ezekiel. Moses representing the Torah, the law, quote unquote. Ezekiel representing the prophets. And frequently you will hear Jesus mention as it is written in the Law and the Prophets. Law and the Prophets. So now, they, he doesn't, you know, and, and the interesting thing is, is that a lot of times when they truncate it that way, and they, or they even say the Torah, or it is written in the Law, they're actually talking about the Torah, and they're, ta and they're using the Torah as a catchphrase for the whole of the Hebrew Bible. So it works this way. Um, and this is 
a, a horrible example, but I'm going to use it anyway because I think it makes sense. So, in a lot of places, um, when you want a a, a a soda, a soda pop, or pop as it's mentioned in some places, people will say, yeah, give me a Coke. Well, they don't mean Coke, necessarily, a Coca-Cola. They may mean a Pepsi or an RC Cola or something else that's like Coke. But they'll say, yeah, I'll take a Coke. Or what do you got? It's like Coke, you know. Because they'll use that one brand name to represent the whole of anything that resembles that particular drink. Just like they do the same thing with Sprite. If you want a clear soda, somebody says, hey, yeah, give me a Sprite. Now, what do you got? What do you got that's like Sprite? Now, they don't mean all the time that they want a Sprite. What they may mean is they want whatever you got that's like Sprite. You see what I'm saying? Jesus does that. And a lot of times when he's saying, as it's written in the law or as it's written in the Torah, he's using the Torah as a catchphrase for the whole of the Hebrew Bible. Sometimes he'll say, as it's written in the law and the prophets. And that is also a catchphrase that means, hey, if it's written in the Hebrew Bible. But it's a shortcut, you see. Instead of saying, as it's written in the in the Torah and the Ketuvin and the you know the the Ketuvin and the Ketuvin, instead of having to say all that, say yeah, it's written in the in the Torah. So, why am I saying all that weirdness? Because. The Hebrew Bible is eminently important. It's it's completely, wholeheartedly important. The covenant in the old, quote-unquote old, is renewed. It's renewed. It's not done away with. It's renewed. In the new. And there are people who teach, oh no, the old's gone. Oh, so Jesus, uh, so God just changed his mind. Well, no, God's always the same. Okay, well, you're saying on one hand, God's always the same, but yet you're saying he changed his mind. Uh, yeah, I don't understand. Well, the problem is, is they're not understanding that number one, Old and New Testament are tags put on the Bible by people. And by the way, the first person who who really used the term Old New Testament, Old Testament, New Testament was Marcion, who was a heretic, by the way, and uh, believed some pretty crazy jazz. It was very ancient. You can look that that Joker up sometime. Um, but uh, 
he's also the one that had his own little system for all the books in the Bible. Okay. But we need to stop this separation type stuff and understand that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is the Father of Jesus and that that covenant is all one covenant in that in what we call quote unquote the New Testament God renewed his covenant and said now we have the Messiah my son who is the embodiment of everything that the Bible is term in Greek is Logos. He is the Word. He is the Torah in human form. And he said himself, I'm not here to get rid of that. I'm not here to get rid of that. He says, not one little bitty jot or tittle is what the words were in uh, in King James. But what he, what he meant was not even the smallest letter in the Hebrew alphabet, which is the yod, or the decoration on it, which is called the coats, little thorn that they put on it. None of that will go away, ever. And if Jesus believed in that, that strongly, why shouldn't we? Why shouldn't we? Now, does that mean, oh, well, Okay, L.A., what are you saying? And you go out and get a Jewish Bible. Well, no, not necessarily. But if it would help your Bible study, uh, there's a scholar by the name of David Stern who, who did a version. Okay. But here's what I'm, here's what I'm saying. We need to take the Old Testament more seriously. And we need to connect these two and realize that the God of the old is the God of the new. And it's all one covenant. It's all the promise of life through him. Who am I saying Jesus? Why am I saying Jesus? Because no other name was given in heaven and earth by which we may be saved. And that's the verse. So, with that in mind, I want you to keep on speaking it. Thank you for listening to this edition of Speak It On. And as always, don't be afraid to speak the word in boldness and truth. And may God bless all of your own.